Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Podcast like it. Just podcast like it. Podcast like it's 1999 podcast like it's you on the podcast like it's 1999 hello and welcome to <laughs> podcast like it's 1999 the podcast where we talk about the movies in 1999 from our fish tanks here in 2018 i'm one of your hosts kenny nybart and i'm phil yeah, in 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 any movie, do fish there, tanks play a prominent role in any other movie? Bringing out the dead, there's a prominent fish tank, but oh, yeah, it's is. not it's not as prominent as this one. This one is this is vital this movie, to the plot. This is a fish tank. <laughs> this movie. is a fish tank. Movie. This is a movie about a fish tank cleaner. I mean, it, Deuce, it is Deuce Bigelow, male Jiggle. fish tank cleaner. <laughs> um, on our podcast today, we have the person who chose this movie. Yeah. Who's currently covering her face because yeah. I made such a hilarious joke. Potentially shame? Well, am I allowed to talk yet? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can talk, you talk you about it. Oh, oh, shoot. Wow. This, this is egalitarian. Yeah. I love that. Um, well, <laughs> kid, I just I just want to throw it out there. Her name is Michaela Dietz, oh, by yeah. the way. Hi, my name is Michaela Dietz. I only chose Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, because Big Daddy was taken. Which it kind of Which wasn't. kind of wasn't. Here's, what do you mean? You told well, me it was. Here's the thing. What happened? We have, we... Well, the big daddy of it all is a pipe dream amongst pipe dreams, which I've told you who we hope to get for Big Daddy, who's an enormous fan of Big Daddy. And Give me some uh, initials. Is it Adam Sandler? No, no, no. Oh, yes. oh damn. Uh, I will say this. This director directed Adam Sandler because of his Paul love Thomas of this Anderson. movie. Yeah. Oh, what? Wait, wait. That was a joke. I was making a joke. Are you joking me? <laughs> I want to get Paul Thomas Anderson for Big Daddy. Uh, Can I just sit awkwardly in the yes, corner when this podcast yes, happens? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, thank you. I'm not saying we're going to. I, I, I don't have a connection to Paul Thomas Anderson, but I'm hoping that in the I know two years, you know, we, we'll see. We have big plans. We have big plans. So okay. big, we have big plans. And and it was like, you know, Big Daddy feels like a movie that actually, like, there's a lot of people that really love Big Daddy. It's a and great movie. Just Big Lowe's is something that I want to hear people fight for. Because it's such you know, a mediocre you, slash not movie. <laughs> yeah. It's 88 minutes. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> mediocre, mediocre. <laughs> Is yeah. actually like massive praise for this movie, and yeah. I. This is the first thing I wrote about this movie. Oh boy! Okay. Obviously, it's problematic, but is it even competent? That was my like going in, like like thesis about this movie. Is this a competent <sighs> movie? And I think it's a resoundingly competent movie, and that surprised me. I, I will. I will. Uh, there's an asterisk next to that in terms of competent for me. Like I think that there's stuff about it that's competent. I think it's competent. Here's what I'll say. Here's, okay. here's, I think it's perfectly cromulent. Here's, here's my one thing that I will give this film. Not one. There might be others. This movie's surprisingly, <laughs> this movie's surprisingly sensitive. It's completely sensitive. Well, it's, this movie is surprisingly, I don't want to say romantic because that's not the right word. Uh, but it is. But he doesn't no. have sex with any of these women. I know. It's a what? And that's supposed to be romantic? No. Oh, he can lay him, but he doesn't. That, what a romantic. I wasn't going to be a <laughs> That's not. Uh, what, I didn't mean it like that. Not, that's not I mean, what it means. I meant this movie's got male gigolo in the title, and, and this guy doesn't have sex with any women except for a woman that he falls in love with. Who doesn't pay? That's that's false advertising. No, maybe. you guys it's, have it's been a misnomer. It's, it's a, a bit of a misnomer. No, you guys misnomer. have been gotten. They set the bar so low. That's that's that of true. Of course, then you're like, oh well, I guess it's competent. Correct. That's exactly right. And even in the first five minutes, is like a whole. You know those dream sequences, like all this crazy stuff happens. And then you wait for the character to wake up. Yeah. Like in the first five minutes, you're like, why the fuck is he cleaning like a public fish tank in the an aquarium? Nude. Yeah, in the and nude. then it's never resolved. You're just like, oh, I, okay, he's naked. You figured it out though. You just answered your own question. Yeah. They spend the first five minutes of this movie taking your expectations to the ground yep, floor. Setting your bar so low. And it's, to me, yeah. it's very surprising how sensitive the movie is. That's kind of all What's I'm going interesting, for. It's not a romantic movie by no, a no, long No, 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 no. I wasn't, but, I, I wasn't suggesting but it was romantic. I would argue, I would argue <laughs> very, very clear. <laughs> I'm going to make this very, I'm going to make this very, very simple point. I would argue that, that feels like, the, don't uh, kill me. If this, if this movie, if this movie was made in the disgusting 2000s, sure. it wouldn't happen today, but for a, 15 year period from about 2003 or four okay. till about 2017. Deuce Bigelow, male Jigolo would have been about a 27 year old Jonah Hill type who fucks everybody. And it would have been a sex romp until, and it would have been, until he meets the girl, until he meets he loves, the girl who he, he doesn't have sex with. Right. It, it would have who been, hopefully has a prosthetic leg. So I was afraid it was going to be something else when she's, had you never oh, seen it? I, that's what they I'd wanted never seen you Deuce to Bigelow. think, Phil. They oh, wanted you to think they, no. yes, they did. It was a yes, joke. They, yes. they wanted you to think that, yeah. that she was a man. Yes. That she was a man? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yes. I was like, please don't go there. They didn't. I, I know, but I was concerned they were going to. Because it's Michaela's point. They set your expectations so low. in the basement. Yeah. That's what this movie is about. <laughs> the set basement. your expectations in the basement. And then when they get to the first floor, and that's all I think they got to. Yeah. Sure. Like, oh my God. How did they do that? But that's Rob yeah. Schneider in a nutshell. I think a <laughs> I lot. Agree of him, <laughs> I agree with that too. <laughs> I think a lot. Like he's so easily. Like it's like he he almost gets <laughs> off on like debasing point. himself. Such a good. Point. And then like there are these moments. He's actually, by the way, not a bad actor. He's not a bad he's actor. So he actually has some moments in this that are le- legitimately genuine and charming. Are it's you crazy. Canadian? I am. I heard. I heard that not. 
I was like, whoa, bro, where, where are you from in Canada? <laughs> from Toronto. <gasps> okay, which brings me, to, sorry, can I, no, can please. I interrupt Anything. this for a little second? Yeah. All right, I was just in Toronto. Oh, yeah? Kenny or- knows. I was there for, at a comic convention, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of, so Kenny's like taught me a lot about wrestling. So I have this newfound so love for, <laughs> I have this newfound love for the greatest American storytelling, right? And, oh, you're the best. And it's because of Kenny <laughs> Nybart over here, Kenny Kenneth Nybart. And, um, but so at this convention, they're all like, and one of Kenny's favorite wrestlers was in Toronto. It was like a great oh, time. Oh, wow. Okay. But, which one? I got something. AJ Styles was okay. there. Okay. Well, you sent me three incredible pictures. Okay. AJ Styles, <laughs> Triple H, The Miz, Charlotte Flair, and I want to give you this He's, now. I, I, I need to no present idea. you with this oh, right shit. now. Oh, my Kenny. God. Wait, wait. You got this right? Yeah, I got you something at the Toronto this Comic is Convention. Kelly is presented. Why don't you open up? Let's see the especially front can, of it. Especially with your perfect Let's segue. Let's see on the front from of it. From Toronto to Toronto. Yeah. Full disclosure, the, I knew you were from Toronto, Phil. Attention. Oh, wow. I did my homework. Kenneth Nybart, file name. <laughs> the greatest yeah, gift of your life. Yeah, that's that's a file name. I can't believe you're delivering this on air. I had to. <laughs> I had to do it on air. There were a lot uh, of really impressive people at this convention. Oh, wow. Including. Yo, this is insane. She's got a sign to Kenny, a good gigolo from Rob Schneider, 1999, Deuce Bigelow. Oh, I paid 60 Canadian dollars for that fuck. So like $40. 60, 60 Canadian dollars. It was so worth like, every penny. Oh, guys, my Guys, we'll God, post a picture of this on our Twitter. This is the sweetest um, gift I've ever this gotten This is an amazing, life, you know? amazing Doesn't thing. his skin look fabulous in that photo? And well, yeah, because he looks like a cartoon character. Yeah. <laughs> and especially because I That's really do amazing. have this newfound love and respect for Rob Schneider. He's a great guy. He um. Oh wow. He like he like talked to me for a while. Michaela, I I can't go on. I'm I'm like tearing up. Are you? (laughs) And he's getting emotional. So sweet. Because he's so sensitive. She gave she gave me her she gave me. This is my best gift I've ever had. I told you it was going to be the greatest gift of your life. But it's the planted the last gift you gave me. What was the last gift? The the mug. Oh, that was a well. That that was. So I have very on brand for you. I, I, think. I have an issue, which is I think my name is stupid. Wait, Ken, Kenny? Kenny? Well, Kenneth, Kenny, and I. Okay. I think Kenneth, Kenny, and Ken are all kind of stupid names. Um, I don't get it. I don't either, get it. Phil. I don't get it. I think that Kenny. Make- I think Kenny's like a. All right, so I think Ken is like the asshole at the country club. Well, Ken's a prick for sure. Ken. Right. Yeah. I think. I think Kenneth is like an old guy with like athlete's foot and jock itch and like <laughs> Kenneth. Kenneth. And then, so I went with Kenny, like obviously, but Kenny's like not a serious name, but it's okay for a comedy writer. Is it a gigolo name? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So I've been, I've been a drama, I've been a drama writer for a couple years now, like five, six years. And I always thought by Kenny Nybrod on a drama script looks ridiculous. But Michaela bought me a mug that says my name in law and order print. It says Kenneth. Kenny. Ken- Kenny Kenneth Nybart. So Kenneth yeah. is in quotation marks? In quotation yeah. marks. Because that's funny. And under it, it says, drama <laughs> writer. It says, drama writer. <laughs> dun, dun. And I put it on my desk, and it's like the dun-dun gavel. <laughs> so you've given me the two great gifts. <laughs> I'm, I'm so touched. That's I can't amazing. go on. Wow. All right. That's what fantastic. Are, while I cry in the corner, yeah. why don't you uh, ask I just want to say Michaela a quick little questions. on the dun-dun. Yeah. A little piece of trivia dun, dun. for you guys. Did someone get paid residuals for the dun-dun? Well, good, Someone they should. It's iconic. Make, think wow. about how much money that guy gets for the dun-dun. Or so, lady. So, <laughs> if it's, it's Phil different. just gave this look like, obviously it's a guy. No, no, no. I just, I, I, I had a reason and then I held back as to why. Why? You know who the guy is? No, I just, I don't want to be besmirching anybody. Well, 
Okay, so are I they think you like? Can deduce I get it now. I get it now. Are they like a like a musical composer? Yeah, but like it's it's no different than well, I guess it is a little different. But like you know, JJ got an Emmy for the Lost theme, which is one. It's one key. That was. They, but that's sometimes those are the hardest things <laughs> to make. Emmy for, I feel that. I think that's deserved. I'm, I'm not saying they it's didn't get, undeserved. They didn't get best. Theme for that, did they? He got a, he got a creative awards Emmy for best theme music or something like they that. They just give that. like Michael Giancino, Giacchino? Giacchino? Giacchino, No, it wasn't uh, that a, a score award? And no. Film. We should talk about this movie. We should talk about this movie. Um, oh yeah, Deuce sorry. Bigelow, male gigolo. Yes. Let me give a little context. Before Wait, we well, let's give this. a little Michaela context. First. Oh, sorry, my apologies. Of course. Yes, Michaela context. I could yeah. say who you are. Michaela is an actress, also a voice actor. Yeah. Um, currently. Voice of Amethyst on Steven Universe. Yes. Been doing that for four or five years. Yes. Right? Four or five years and... I don't know time, so no yeah, time. A, a nice chunk of time. But super successful show, massive it's following, yeah. and like literally travels around the country meeting people who are obsessed with her And in Canada, week. what? <laughs> the Canucks lover. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> I've, so that's what she does. Global I, entry. Yeah. <laughs> Nexus, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Michaela's also a longtime friend of mine. Yes. She's from upstate New York. I don't Cooperstown, know. Cooperstown, New oh, York. As Kenny's wearing his Met shirt over yep. there. Homage to uh, to baseball. <laughs> to the team, the Mets. To us baseball yes. lovers over here. It's America's <clears throat> national pastime. I didn't know that it was. Uh, it, it relatively recently, I found out that it was for the Metropolitans. I had no the idea. Metropolitans. I, yeah, do, so do you know, you know. what the Knicks are for? Knickerbockers? The Knickerbockers. Knickerbockers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what a Knickerbocker is, though. <clears throat> I only know it from Barney and Friends. They have that one song. Because you. <laughs> why would you know anything about Barney and Friends? Oh, because I was, Well, no, I was, I was on Barney and Friends. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. you were. I was a friend. What? Yeah. But yeah, there's Which a friend? song for about real? Cousin Riff. Okay. Cool. So you, are you familiar no, I, with Cousin Ruff? I just thought I was. I thought it'd be fun, and it seems like it was. Oh fun. yeah, it was okay. But yeah, there's a song about Mister Not Mister Knickerbocker Boppity Bop. Anyway, I Did don't need to go through it. Explain why Knickerbocker. What it means? No, but no, that's no. the only Knickerbocker that I know. All right, we, we'll, we'll we'll figure that out off mic. Knickerbocker. <clears throat> it's there's like a Knickerbocker club. I don't really know what it means, but a club. it's it's, it's a like a Knickerbocker. It's like a Nick. It's like a, an old. It's kind of an old. It's like an old New York. Oh yeah, no oh. Knickerbocker club. Like I think definitely probably racist. Racist. It's, it's, a racist. it's like racist. It's a, group, it's a okay. group of old racists who, 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 got, okay. who, who sat around a table yeah, and figured out right. ways to exclude yeah. people. They had like like mustaches that they and and now. Smoked pipes, and now yeah. they've been named for a sport that is eighty five percent black. In your face, Knickerbockers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So you grew up in Cooperstown, New Cooperstown, York. New York. Uh, and when did you move out here? I moved out here eleven plus years ago. Knickerbockers are pants. Oh, They're so pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so disappointing. Like your knickers. Oh my gosh. You know what? I think I our like, story's better. Yeah, honestly, I, like the other I think our mythology is stronger. Yeah. I identify with it more. So where were you in 99? Were you still in Cooperstown? Okay, I was, yes. I was um, in high school. Okay. I was a senior, just a senior in high school. I graduated in the year of 2000. Okay. So I guess, yeah, I guess I was a senior in high school. I I, I think I saw Deuce Bigelow in the theater. I did, definitely. I yeah. I had not seen it until I watched it a couple days ago. You really had never seen it? No, I never wow. seen it. Did you like it when when it came out? Yeah. Um, I remember laughing, but being like, "This is dumb." Yeah, a little little bit of a psha. <laughs> yeah, like psh. 
But you were also, so you were how old? You were 17? No, I'm a youngin. I'm a late, I'm a late 82. So I was, yeah, I was like 16, 17. So this is kind of, that's going to, this is going to hit your sweet spot a little bit, right? Like you're a little younger. It's a little crude, but not really. Yeah. I also love physical comedy. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So are you an are you a Happy Madison yes. fan? Yes. Okay. Like So everything that company makes just just fucking works for you. Jack and Jill, one of my faves. Wow. Yeah. You're okay. going to like my analysis of this movie, I think. Yep. I don't know, I think Kenneth. she is. Well, no, I mean, all right. So, all right. <laughs> I did not like this movie in quotes. when oh, okay. I was younger. In 1999, I saw it in the theater, thought it was stupid as shit. Okay. Um, I'm turned off by this brand of humor and always kind of have, have been. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I'm turned off by particularly scatological stuff, but this is not really scatological. Yeah. Less turned off by sexual stuff, but still kind of turned <laughs> off by it. This isn't even really that sexual a movie. No, it's not. I think that like all. Which we, I, was, I think you're turned off by one dimensional characters. I am turned off by one dimensional characters. I'm turned off by I, I'm turned off by by one note jokes like the William Forsyth joke about look at my dick. I La, thought it was like, yeah that dick thing went off. I thought forever. it was incredibly stupid. Back is that the, the name of that actor? He's like Forsyth, kind of yeah. a real actor. Yeah, he was uh, he Dick Tracy is the guy I remember. Yeah. Oh. He was a uh, flat top or yeah, whatever that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew that that guy, when I saw him, I shuddered. <laughs> and I knew it was for some reason. And now I. Dick Tracy's it's a great movie, Dick by the way. Dick Tracy yeah. scared the heck out of me. Dick Tracy's me too. a legit That's great movie. Why, Phil? There you go. <sighs> okay. So I thought that. Oh, I thought it was like. An, <laughs> I thought it was ultimately like really a, scarred by Dick Tracy. Like a really <laughs> stupid yeah. movie Deuce Bigelow was. Dick yeah. Tracy, yeah. fine movie. Um, Have you seen it recently? No, I'd actually, watch it with I your would kids. like to. I think that's a good oh, movie for your point. kids. Yeah. I will. Um, but it's scary. So, uh, really. they, they watch scary shit. They're tough. You it's know makeup. Them. Tough yeah. as shit. They talk to you about like that's fighting. That's way smarter than I am. But they're going to like the show tunes and the, like, the Madonna and all that tunes. stuff. I think that's going to work for them. Yeah. All right. Okay. Andy Patinkin. Good stuff. I mean, I love me They just did. I can't, I can't talk about anything other than Deuce Bigelow right okay, now. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, so, sorry, so sorry. Deuce, and no, it's not your fault, it's my fault. I was going to go into like a whole tangent about my kids putting on like like a Greatest Showman review for me. Two oh, wow. It lasted from what? 7 o'clock to like 30. Uh, with Rollins playing the piano, he's not actually oh, playing. An hour and a half, so they put on it literally wow. the whole movie. literally put on wow. the, the soundtrack and just went. Wow. I have video. No intermission? I swear. They are to, definitely I sw- your kids. I swear to God, Michaela, there, yeah. there was an intermission. Ronald's is like, it's halftime. Halftime. He's like 10 minute halftime. We gotta we gotta recoup. Yeah. yeah. Um all right, so just big love. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So I, I did. Just, I thought it was a really bad movie. Your, I've, I've noticed this with a few of our nineteen ninety nine movies where mm-hmm. that I didn't like. Yeah. Where everything that I didn't like remained in my memory. Uh-huh. I went into it. I was not looking forward to this movie. I never wanted to see it again. Period. I, it was just a movie I never wanted to see again. Um and it turned out that all the stuff that I was afraid of, like being bad and problematic, was bad and problematic. Yeah. It still kind of sucked. And like definitely is like why my rating is not particularly high. Uh-huh. Everything I didn't remember about it was actually really good. Very, It was really good. It was well-structured. It was well-paced. It built well. Uh, the it, it really did. The... I mean, it moves. It's eighty-eight minutes with credits. Eighty-eight minutes. It's a very, it's a very simple story it told is. a million times. It this is. isn't told particularly well or interestingly, but it is told competently. I think, I think he's charming. I also think it shines, it shines a light on a few things that a lot of movies don't talk about. What the kind of people who go to gigolos? Um, I think that's a real thing. I think like there's this idea that it's Richard Gere and American Gigolo. That's not really what it is. It's a lot of time. Ju- 
hookers, whatever, any kind of any yeah. kind of prostitution, generally frequented by people who have a hard time having sex. And for one reason or another. Ah, okay. And hard time finding a mate. And like I the Amy Poehler character, for instance, like that person would have a very hard time in real life and would need a non-judgmental mate. And mm-hmm. there's something interesting about that to me that most movies don't go to. But I, 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 I agree. But I also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of play the other side of the coin for a second. Because there is a little bit of, it's trying to have his cake and eat it too, which is just making 100%. fun of these people, 100%. yeah, and 100%. also trying to make you be like, but they need love too, hundred percent. And it, it's, it's, I, I don't know, I'm I not mean, entirely sure they get that they stick that. That was the whole. I mean, that was the whole. His whole beachside like moral t- 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 yeah. talking to the detective. It basically was like that was you a know bad what? Look. That just, was a bad look. Just trick women and tell them that they're okay. <laughs> Because you have insecurities as a man. That was Although, the whole thing. Well, that was, feel, uh, that that's was, not but, cool. But he did say something in that scene that was interesting, though. What I, was I, interesting? Well, I mean, interesting might be the wrong word. But he did also in that speech say something along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing, about how, you know, he spent the past couple days or however long it's been being very sort of critical of the way he looks and how he realized that women have it way, way, way worse. And I think on some level, did he say that though? He did, I feel he like you're being that. generous. No, no, no. He did. Say, I mean, I, I think I have it at the at the end okay. here because okay. he does say I'm being very generous with the whole movie. That's yeah. I, I will say that. Like I was trying, I am trying to find an argument for why this movie yeah, he is redeemable. Says, and I think well, the thing. I'm sorry, Phil. The thing yeah, you're talking no, about, yeah. with the last scene, yeah, undercuts my argument. And <laughs> him, him going back. Sorry, Kenny. No, 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 Kenneth. No, they do it. They, the movie does it to himself. To themselves. Him going back to the store and having the girl yes, get the, yes. the 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 cold yes. the cold water tanks at the bottom. Okay, yeah. so have you learned nothing? Nothing. Learned like, nothing. I, I like it, like that's it's reasons like that that you're like yeah. okay. Like it's still no offense to Adam. It's still a Happy Madison movie. They yeah. still ultimately are like trying to like. Yeah. Make sim- make make cheap jokes like yeah. ultimately, and that's why like I can kind of in a way I, I acknowledge that they use like the polar character, the narcoleptic, yeah. even you know the 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 woman he actually fell in love with. They yeah. use them at the butt of jokes over and over again. I can only explain it away by saying like I know I know the master they're trying to serve with this bullshit, sure, and they have to do it to make get this movie made. But but the stuff that the choices that they made, yeah. I thought were actually more interesting than this movie had to be. That's kind I of. I, 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 yes, sir, oh, no, sorry, no, 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 no. I just think the tone they set, they could have redeemed themselves in the last, yes. you know, fifteen in the last act, but they didn't. They failed. I agree. That's, 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 I agree that was going to be my also point. the reason, Kenny. I think I think your new review of this movie says more about yourself and how you've evolved as a man. <laughs> That's sweet than, of you. Thank than you. this movie, and also <laughs> the times that we're in, like in hashtag oh, yeah. Me Too. This yeah, watching movie this movie through that lens, you're not like, hold up. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think this movie holds up at all. Oh, I, I don't know. think it does either. Yeah. But, yeah. but to your point, yeah, I think that they could have had their cake and eat it too. They could have, they could have done all the cheap, you know, Happy Madison, you know, childish juvenile jokes up top. Yeah, but at the end, you needed to see legitimate change in him, and yes. the fact that. He still does the thing with the girl in the white T-shirt. Makes you go like, "What? Like you learn nothing." That's, and and I know that like you found love and that's cool and you should have love. That's the worst moment of the movie for real. But yeah, it, it is. Yeah. I want to say it's moment, well, yeah. I don't know if yeah. it's the worst moment of the movie. Well, to me, but, from a storytelling really perspective, me. it really was the moment where I where I where, where the argument I was crafting for this movie completely came undone, and that upset me personally. Yeah, yeah. because I want to be right. 
And no, but I mean, I, I really think that they, I think that they were 95% of the way there to like, yeah. relate, to sticking this landing. And then they blew it with that particular scene yeah. and the scene on the beach where he basically yeah. says, I felt the same way you did watching the scene. I'm like, uh, that's not what but you I, learned. But I, he does, he does say just, just for, just for this discussion. Okay. He, he's talking to Fowler, he's talking to the detective, and the detective is super self-conscious about the fact that he has a very thin penis, for whatever that's worth, yes. okay? And it's an affliction, man. It's an affliction. And he's very self-conscious about it. And Deuce tells him that he thinks men are self-conscious as well, obviously, but he should think about how self-conscious women are. They are so much more self-conscious than we are, and they, they're, they're, just, they're under a microscope in a way that we are not. And that's a that's an interesting point for this film to make. Now, I think they blow past it, I th- and they I don't really give it all that much agency. Like they don't really think about what they're saying, but you know, I, they kind of try I to think say it something. Was interesting in 1999. Yeah, well, sure. And I and no, but I, yeah, I give yeah, it credit yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. I think it's today. It's a pretty <laughs> condescending point. Yeah, I agree with you 100. It, it shouldn't be. Oh, women are more self conscious. Yeah. It should be. We should talk more about the lens yes. that they're put under, yeah, not yeah. about how they should feel or do feel. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little, it, it's, part of it is that, because when this movie started, I went into it thinking it was one thing, and it, and it turned out to be something decidedly different. I thought yeah. it was going to be a lot more like gross sex jokes. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be a lot more of like Rob Schneider, like having to have sex with people he didn't want to have sex with, or something to that effect. This is why this movie isn't a 15 for me, with the point you're right. making right now. So it, 15 it, out of how many? Out of 99. 99. Oh, 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 okay, few. <laughs> <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> I was about to like take off these cans of uh, but it, it's it, so I sat down not really being sure as to what to expect from this movie and then tr- it turned out to be a movie that was surprisingly more sensitive than I thought it was going to be oh but Phil. but I will I don't think it's a good movie I don't think that it that it sticks really any of the things that it's talking about but it deserves to Kenny's point some credit for doing anything like this because That's exactly how I feel because it it truthfully could have just been really like shooting fish in a barrel, just like bad shitty sex jokes. And instead it's a lot of like just Eddie Griffin eating food in a hot tub. And like, it's, it's just, I don't think it's a good movie. I don't even think it's particularly competent. Kenny thinks it's more competent than I do. I just think that the movie deserves a slight amount of credit for having more heart than I expected it to have. Okay. That's, that's really all I'm saying. All right. I'm smelling your point, Phil. I'm smelling it real good. However, I don't think that a movie deserves credit for the jokes that it didn't do. And sure. you know what? For all the effort that they put into not making these these crazy sex jokes, they funneled into making fun of people who are different. That was the whole I, movie. I You're just, that. I mean, mm-hmm. also. I'm sorry. the The characters are so one dimensional. Like, like the 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 large black like lover. Yeah. At the very end, with the chicken, to, to, yeah, the chicken in her piece of fried chicken. No, it's a bad joke. It's a it's, it's a movie awful, filled with bad jokes. I just no, you're you're like I, I I I I can't help but feel like yeah, we are we sort feel, of all saying this. We, no, we are we are we feel the exact same way. Um, but you're I I I just feel like you're giving the creators more credit than I am. I I think that. I, I just think the obvious, like the obvious move for a cheap comedy called Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo <laughs> is, is it's over the top is, is really Phil's point. It's really the idea of 
Rob Schneider having to sleep with like grotesques. Yeah. You know, like that's really, I think what, what I was worried about. I that. think that's what they were selling. Yeah. This idea of like, of like basically like these women are, are, are unworthy of love, unlovable. And this like, frankly, like C minus guy is above all of them. And they did sell that. I'm not saying they didn't sell that. So like they did sell that and they did show that. But it's better than the worst version I expected, and the yes. and the version I remember. <laughs> it's also a little so, bit of there's also a little bit of like the joke is also on him. Like who would fuck Rob Schneider? <laughs> and then there's you know yeah, what I mean mixed yeah. into it too. Yeah, You're like sure. oh you know who would a chick with one leg? Well, that is actually the that is actually like, a horrible aspect. I, of I know. Well, I know. The, the horrible. This is a horrible aspect that that is kind of getting eradicated a little bit. But it's this idea of like. You know, what's worse than being Rob Schneider? A woman. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, which is also not a great look. Which is yeah. like literally what happened. <laughs> like, what's worse than being Donald Trump? Being a woman. Like, yeah. really, like, the best woman can't beat the worst guy. Right? Like, that's actually. That's like, this movie. That's pervasive that's in society. That. There's definitely that. And that is, like, in this movie, that does make me, like, extremely uncomfortable. Don't worry. I don't like this movie. No, I know. I'm with you, I know like, you don't. Yeah. So <laughs> let's give a little. We're going to have a little context for this movie. Just, okay. just, just set it up a little bit. Um, for the people 40 that. 40 minutes into this? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's early. That's for us. <laughs> early. We've got like an hour. We've got longer we than an hour. Synopsis. That is. So, that we, so there you go. Okay. We just flew through the yeah. band there. Okay, okay, okay. uh, so for the people that have not seen Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, the synopsis of the film is unlikely Gigolo, Deuce Bigelow, played by Rob Schneider. Who, who isn't actually Gigolo. Yeah, right. Uh, resumes Deuce his, Bigelow man. Deuce, yeah. Deuce Bigelow pool cleaner <laughs> Anyway, resumes his sex-related antics when his friend and former pimp T.J. Hicks, played by Eddie Griffin, invites him. Oh no, this is the wrong one. Do you want help? This two? No, I put the wrong. uh, This is the European European. Keep going. You talking? Sounds the same. Basically, everyone knows Deuce Bigelow. It's Deuce Bigelow. He's trying to be a male gigolo, and we just told what the movie is. Well, I I do. I do kind of want to give a a, a proper. So okay, let's go through his lovers. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Got it. Okay. Deuce Bigelow is a less than attractive, down on his luck aquarium cleaner. <laughs> One day, I agree with less than attractive. He's a J Lo, you guys. He can play any ethnicity. <laughs> Fair, but mm. I don't know. I told what him that you... to his face, by the way. That's what sweet. did he say? I told him that he was a J Lo. He's like, I know. Well, he's <laughs> all right. So he's, Deuce Bigelow is a less he's than attra- half Filipino. No, real- quarter. Oh, he's only a quarter Filipino. Quarter. He's quarter Filipino in real life. I don't know. I don't, I, he doesn't. He, to me. It makes me kind of uncomfortable when he plays Arab or when he plays. I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna change Latino. that for you in one sec, but okay. Yeah. Uh, one day, up. one day, Deuce Bigelow wrecks the house of a gigolo and needs quick money to repair it. The only way he can make it is to become a gigolo himself, taking on an unusual mix of female clients. He encounters a couple of problems, though. He falls in love with one of his unusual clients, and a sleazy police officer is hot on his trail. That's basically the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Competent. Deuce Bigelow opened on December 10th, 1999, in third place with $12.2 million behind Toy Story and The Green Mile, a Tom Hanks twofer. Whoa. It would go on to make $92.9 million on a $17 million budget. Phil, do you think this is better or worse than The Green Mile? <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> I'm serious, man. <laughs> I don't... I... Feels like The Green Mile's the better than this movie. The Green Mile's better than this movie. They're two, they're doing two drastically different things, but there are scenes. Why did you hesitate? Because because, because so I was thinking about the, the Green Mile's really bad. 
And also, it's three. Really? It's over yeah. three hours long. It's three hours and ten minutes long. This movie was eighty-eight minutes. Green, this was at least the, quick. To me, the Green Mile. It's just like red. I'm just like, fuck it, it's I over. Say the Green Mile. The Green Mile is more obviously. Actually, the Green Mile is like less. It's it's more obviously problematic, yeah. and it's less aware of its problems. Like because well, it thinks it thinks it's a it good thinks movie. It's it thinks it's a right, prestigious it thinks it's movie. Righteous. Oh. It's righteous in its racism. Yeah, that's true. And like it's this, true. this movie at least so is embarrassed. This is uh, I, There's more self-awareness? I would much sooner watch Deuce Bigelow than Green Mile ever again. This sounds okay. so crazy, an Oscar-nominated movie versus <laughs> Deuce Bigelow movie I never wanted to watch again. I actually do think Deuce Bigelow is a more interesting movie. It's a simple movie, and I want to make one more point okay. later. But okay. Michaela wants okay. to talk about Lovers. Well, hold on. Uh, Deuce Bigelow has 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It has 42% from audiences on Rotten wow. Tomatoes. Wow. So I think that this movie is more beloved than we think. 42 is not high. Well, a $92.9 million recoup on this movie, on $17 million, this movie held up. People saw this movie multiple times. You don't get to 92 without people seeing it. Oh, I feel you. So, like, people like this movie. It also, I do remember in 99, it hit a vein in some weird way. It was a movie that people were talking about briefly, but they were talking about it. It is a brilliant title. Yeah, it is because of the time. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. It's so like Gigolo's just a fun word to say. You know what another good weird fucking title is? That sucks. That's really good. Like this from the same people. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Like that shit just sounds good, right? Paul Blart Mall Cop. I watched a little Paul Blart. I watched a little Paul Blart Mall Cop recently. Pretty bad movie. Much worse than this. But I will say though, doesn't it also speak to and I'm I don't I don't want to spend the next, you know. Our disparaging the Happy Madison name. I, Please don't film. I'm, I'm not. I have not seen a lot of those movies, so it's not a brand of humor that I'm particularly a fan of. But these titles feel like titles within the brand of Happy Madison. Yes. If you know what I'm saying, like they and and that's not. I don't mean that in a shitty way. I just mean it in a goofy, funny, silly kind of way that somehow gets people talking. Man with a funny name has a funny job. They're all Basically. names. Yeah, think about it. They kind of are. Can we Jack go- and Jill. I want to ask yep. you real fast. Do you want to defend Jack and Jill like for a second? Two minutes. Yeah, two have minutes you guys of... seen Al Pacino's performance in that movie? I've seen clips of it. I haven't oh, seen the whole also movie. Jared Fogel appears. <laughs> Isn't Johnny Depp in it too? Uh, I'm pretty sure that, that Jill dates a... Johnny Depp at one point. <sighs> Sam I gotta so go cool. back and Is I gotta he? go. Yes, yeah, because I he's figured it out. Yes, I feel that way. He, do you know what his his family? <laughs> His family I do. always appears uh-huh. in the movies. She's in this. His wife is in this. Yep. She plays one of the one of the friends. Yeah. One of the the sorority sisters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And like and so right there, he's getting everyone SAG insurance. Like they are just tier one till they die. That's amazing. Wait. So you, you okay? When you say he's location. figured it out, you mean he's figured it out monetarily, like the he, business of it. And like just I don't personal think he's joy, it out creatively. No, no, I think he oh, has. I, I think he has. He knows exactly the minimum amount he needs to put in. And then on a personal side, he probably derives so much joy from bringing his family on location to like Hawaii or New Zealand or wherever the hell they're shooting. And they're just they're just making movies there, and he's getting well, paid make, to do all but of they're it. They're not and making it's great time. good movies. Well, hold but on, enough hold on. People like hold them. on. So, all right. These 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 aren't these aren't quote unquote good movies, right? These aren't these aren't fine. These aren't fine movies. Blended's amazing. These movies are generally well loved. That's one. So he is making movies for people. Two. If he stopped making the Meyerwood stories and movies like that, then you then punch drunk love, and he tries with Rain Over Me, and he even tried with the movie The Cobbler, which was um, 
uh, not a great movie. The Cobbler's not great. But it, no, but it aspired to be something great. Yes, yeah. And uh, Funny people. Spanglish funny people. was great. His performance in Spanglish. Well, it, Spanglish is a weird, weird it, But movie. it aspires to be great. Movie. So I think that... This is amazing. I don't want to talk about Spanglish. Okay, but I, sorry. I think that... Dad, I'm sorry. <laughs> big, big, I could just already sense that like, we're going to go into a different podcast because, <laughs> because Spanglish is divisive. But... I, I think, love it. I think that San, I think if Sandler didn't every eighteen months or two years put out something that showed he really still gave a shit about making something that fil- f- that also Fulfilled. feeds yeah, his soul, yeah, then you'd be like he's phoning it in and he's a waste of time. No, and- I, I, I fully agree with that, and I don't I don't want to make it seem as though I don't think that Adam Sandler strives to do interesting things or that he doesn't try to use his powers for good rather than evil. I'm not suggesting yeah. he's an evil mustache twirling guy oh, who's I don't just looking think to, to, to get tons of money and fucking whatever. He also dresses like it is perpetually 1997. He looks amazing <laughs> in real life. Well, he looks very comfortable all the time. He wears the biggest shorts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as big as uh, Kieran Culkin's in oh, uh, She's All I That. Know, the- those shorts. Those shorts were—they were pants down to his. That shins. was yeah. him. Yeah, the brother. A, yeah. Brother. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I don't know if this is an exclamation in are we, a positive or negative. Are we all yeah. watching Succession? Yes, yes. he's amazing. I'm, he's only, amazing. I'm only three in. Oh, dude, you don't. You don't. Even oh, I fucking gonna, love that show. Oh. That show is. Are you finished? Finished. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, I'm gonna finish it tonight. I'm going home. and watching it's, seven. I'm obsessed with it. I'm, I'm really so bad to hear. Actually. I'm so happy to hear. Me too, but not for. Not forever, Phil. I know we got a second season. Season two, Phil. Oh, that shows that shows never going away. That shows show. that shows the Americans breaking badly. That shows going to build show. and build and build, and people are going to be yeah. And he's right. fucking great in it. That being said, yeah. Adam Sandler, just to get it back real quick. Okay. I think that it's just not my brand of humor, and that's fine. Even the early it's, ones. My Even favorite, his early work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Adam Sandler comedy. In terms of like pure Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler is probably The Wedding Singer. It's a great movie, which I think is a, I think is actually a really good movie. But you're making that face because it's not it doesn't really feel like an Adam Sandler movie in it a lot doesn't. of ways because it's a romantic comedy and it's like it's it's yeah. it doesn't that's have the, why it, it doesn't have the because I don't because you're sensitive, Phil. Well, I don't know about that. That's I am, nice, that's but nice. I think I know <laughs> it's a positive. I just I didn't like Billy Madison. I didn't like Happy Gilmore. Like I don't love screaming. Adam Sandler, like it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I understand why people like it, but it's just not for me. Like, and to be honest with you, I kind of put like Jim Carrey's kind of in that category a little bit for me too. I love Jim Carrey. I I love some of Jim Carrey's stuff, similar to I love some of Adam Sandler's stuff. But yeah. they're both so broad, it's just not my brand of comedy. That big sort of gargantuan, cartoonish, over the topness is just not my. I thing. think it's just nostalgic for me. Sure, those are great years. Oh, but I love. I, I, truly, I mean, I love. I truly love Billy Madison. I think. I think the Cable Guy. It's a great, great movie. It's also when you go back and watch it, like the way that women are treated in those movies is just so depressing. Oh yeah. Wait, Phil. That's every movie made before like two thousand and eight. <laughs> yes, Michaela. Um. How many times do people tell you that you look like Adam Sandler? I don't know if that's a good thing. Has it happened? No. Really? Uh, this is like the first Ever? time. Yeah. I get Fred Savage more than anything. Really? Yeah. I don't see it. Okay. <laughs> I'm really okay either way. Wow. Um, okay. But I, I, this is all just a long way of saying yeah. that to get back to Deuce Bigelow, it's just a brand of comedy that like doesn't speak to me. It's not to say that I didn't laugh a couple times in this, yeah. but it's just so dialed up that you're either you're in or you're out. You know I, what I mean? I thought yeah. I had some really good small laughs, to be honest. They what were, were like, the 
Uh, I think I laughed a couple times. I, I, there are a couple. I ones. actually got a chuckle from fucking Eddie Griffin, Eddie Griffin? Eating, eating the pool. Like, the one scoop where he scoops out the <laughs> yeah. floating ice cream scoop, yeah. and then he actually that, eats that it. That was such a weird. Funny. That was such a weird, funny recurring gag. That was a very yes. sand, that was a very yeah. Happy Madison-y yeah, yeah. Yes. weird recurring gag. I, I laughed, or I wouldn't say laughed, but I took some pleasure out of them saying man whore as much as they did in this movie. Okay, 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 okay. Can we talk about something? How do you think the male gigolo or the sex worker community feels about that term, man whore? Like, is that like a cool term? Oh, I think it's a derisive term. Got yeah, it. Okay, I, I, don't I didn't think, know. I, I, I just, don't know. When I say took pleasure, I was just like, it's absurd how much yeah, they absurd. say it in this yeah, movie. they say it a lot. They say it a lot. Uh, yeah, and I, I guess I just, there was some stuff like I really didn't love the dad stuff. Here's the thing. That's a funny joke. No. no this movie sorry. is actually at its core so fucking sad. It is sad. This it's movie a really is sad a movie. really sad, sad Trapped movie. Trapped people. And the dad, the whole dad line, like the way he reveals the way that um the way that the Deuce's dad yeah. and mom met was just sad. The it little Bangkok Betty thing. Oh God. Yeah. It's All a really right. sad movie, guys. It's so a very sad I'll, movie. Uh, so I'll make the point that I alluded to earlier. Okay. Okay. I think this movie, I, I think this movie deals with sex. Yes. In a way I've never seen a sex romp deal with sex. But it's not a sex romp. Well, that's kind of the point. <laughs> oh, so it, <laughs> sorry. So it, it, so it, uh, so, no, it's okay. so it, uh, it presents itself obviously as a sex romp, yeah. right? Yeah. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. It's a gigolo. Look at him on the cover. He's going to do whatever. Um, this movie, <laughs> Got a rose. this movie is what like, is is, this movie is, Explicitly, all right, so this is like kind of like my Armand White kind of take on this movie, and you know Armand White. I do. He, I don't. Armand White is a movie reviewer. He's very contrarian. He is in love with Adam Sandler, yeah. right? And he reads. I feel like I would like this. You guy's should reviews. read it. You should. You read might like his of, of Adam Sandler's movie. Yeah. Like Jack and Jill, for instance. Like, did he like Jack and Jill? Loves it. it. And he reads. Oh God, all this, I love like, this guy. He reads all this like <laughs> Jewish repression into it. Yeah. That like it's yeah. interesting. It's weird. It's there if you want to see it. Okay. Right, like, and I you got to really want it though. And I feel like that's that's kind of the, my my point about the sex in this movie. This movie is so sex obsessed, right? Every scene there are sex puns. The stuff with the other uh, with the, with the the gay the um, gay guy who can uh, only make these, innuendos, only make innuendos. There's sex all around. that really. There's me. sex Same. all around Rob Schneider at all times, right? Yeah. Right, and he's very uncomfortable with it, and he doesn't know how to handle it. And he can't handle the fact that he doesn't know how to have sex. He doesn't know how to court a woman. He doesn't know how to deal with a with with a with an alpha male like the gigolo. He doesn't. He he he's he doesn't really know how to deal with sex. And when it comes to actually having to have sex, yeah, he can't do it. He's not comfortable doing. It. He he looks for ways yeah. around it. Yeah, I'm ba- the point I'm basically making is Adam uh, Rob Schneider is an avatar for a repressed <laughs> for a repressed sexual being in a hypersexual time. And he is looking for another way around this sex as currency thing. I think that's what. That's, wow. that's an interesting. And I, and I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's explicit or implicit. I don't know if it's <laughs> intended. I have no idea. But I do think that there's something interesting going on there. That this is the route they took into the Gigolo movie. Can I? Can I? Absolutely. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I think you're reading a lot into this. I think the reason why he can't actually have sex is because they need a way for him to get off in the end. <clears throat> the oh, reason why in is. the court case, like he didn't actually have sex with anyone. That's the whole, that's a. I just don't think that's what it is. Like, really? I, 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 th- I do think that's true that it was a, ultimately a plot device. Yeah. But 
but that's the word it, I was looking for. But it had the it had the dual purpose of making this character more grounded and more likable. Oh. I mean, here's what I'll say. I, I don't I don't disagree. It's a very interesting point, and I and I do think that there's there is something to a kind of nebbishy weird guy who can't get laid and but is longing to be laid because he feels like the world is telling him that he That's should be having sex. That's what I'm getting. Sex. Yes, the world and the world I, is really yelling at him. But he just wants him. love. Yes. Right. But it's but he doesn't the, know the anything. negating of that though. <laughs> what hurts that is the goddamn pet store stuff. So the pet store thing just for for people that have not seen this movie so they understand yeah. what we're talking about. He goes into this pet store and he keeps asking this girl to reach It's horrible. It's awful. to it really reach is. into an aquarium for uh for uh Worms or crabs or no, they're like, some they're sort like of some feeder. mollusk of some snails. sort. Snails, snails, snails. I don't know why he needs right. a snail. But I don't know either. To feed but, other fish. So he. Oh, you feed fish. Or maybe for the. It's really just. I think it's just for the moment. Phil's about oh, to describe. really? So he he makes her reach in so that her white shirt, brawless white shirt falls into this tank so that he can see her her breasts. And, and she never notices. She never it's puts weird. it together. No. Um, and he does it twice, and that to me is there's there's a there's a you got to do a little bit of gymnastics to get where you want to get with those beats. You 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 can't accept, and I'm the reason this all doesn't really hold together is because he does it at the end of the movie when he right. learned his lesson. Right. Yeah. If he didn't, I can tie this together. <laughs> but he, it would have been so easy for him to be like, yeah. you know what, you have kind eyes. Yeah. It would have. But been, he asked to see your tits. All right. Again. So here's a real like, question. Ugh. Or even like even if you went to the pool to the pet store and was quote unquote tempted. But decided not yes. to. How, That's enough. How much better of a movie would it have been if it was either of your two pitches? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. It's, I'm so, so much, much better. better. He would have redeemed An himself. Extreme. Because I would say basically, he in the beginning, yeah. he is the guy who is at a bar yeah. and has to prey on the on the girl who is like 10 drinks in and yeah. hardly even knows what she's doing. And that's how he's gonna have sex that night, right? Mm-hmm. Um that's essentially what he's doing. He's pre Preying upon someone who does not know the situation she's being put in. Yeah, he does it again at the end. He completely undercuts himself. He completely undercuts this movie. But I'm pretending that the movie didn't do that, and <laughs> it actually they slipped worked. it in at the last minute. Uh, well, look, what do I really, what do I really think? I really actually think someone said, "We need to see boobs again." More sex, more boobs, more, more. I mean, stuff. Truth I really do think that ultimately that's like a really because it's a surprisingly neutered movie. You don't really see much so bad sex in any real way. So they're like, how do we get to see boobs again? Yeah, and and in a in a way, but also that is oddly out of sexual context. Yes, and to and to everybody's point, specifically Michaela's, you can't divorce that from the movie. It is a part of the movie. I have to view it. I have to view that. I have to view it as a decision, even if I think it came from someone. Other than the writer and director of the movie, it doesn't matter. It's there in the end of the day, and it does hurt the movie immeasurably. It really does. Because you feel as though there's a pretty clear arc to the character. Uh. So by the end of it, you're like, okay, I get it. He learned his lesson. He found love. Great. But like, then you got this thing. You're like, eh, not really. It's like, yeah. well, men are going to be creepy. Men are men. <laughs> Just let them do what they're going to do. It, I hated it. Really it. Was, yeah. it really was on some boys will be boy shit. Yeah. It really, really was. was. Like, as long as, as, long as your it. heart is in the right place, you can be kind of a sexual creep. You can be yeah. kind of a predator. It's okay. Hey, can we chat about one thing? Sure, we can chat about lots of things. <laughs> so there are a lot of moments in this movie where I was like... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Is this, was this funny in 1999? I don't know. Like there, like there is one, there's one moment where he almost gets raped by the really tall woman. And I was like, it was very scary. He got raped. He did, right? Well, she didn't actually, obviously she didn't have sex with him, but like that's what it, it that's what it, that's what it felt like. It felt like a rape. He was so vulnerable on those sheets and it was kind of like from this, Are you talking about the the super tall? Yes. The the Adam Sandler voice character? It was Was Adam Adam Sandler's voice. Oh. He did a great job. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. There you go, guys. But that was like a really, and like, I think I felt like I was supposed to laugh there, but I was like just scared, really for, scared him. for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of moments in this movie where I, and this actually sort of strengthens your argument a little bit, where it just feels like Deuce is in over his head mm-hmm. and that it's all kind of like coming at him in a way that he can't control. Like his world feels completely out of control. I guess basically my point is essentially like it wouldn't have been that hard yeah. to go in there in post mm. and get a good movie out of this. Would have been easy. Like I think, right? Like another, yeah. another thing that yeah. they do that no, like, just cut that last scene. Cut that last scene, scene, but cut some stuff you're like, you're talking about like this, like rape scene. That probably shouldn't be in there. But no, but was that funny in 1999? Just like, was a prosthetic oh, leg funny in 1999? That's the kind of, that's the kind of shit that- Like, I, I don't know. Also, that's the kind of shit in 1999, I'm, I'm like, I can't with this movie. I right? also like, just- To me, that was like, ugh. And yeah. I guess to like some other people, they're like, that is the funny shit. That's why this movie rules. Those <laughs> That, that voice was okay. amazing. Have you ever thought about voiceovers? <laughs> Are you being serious at all? All yeah. the time. Maybe. Man. People love your voice. They tell me that all the time, Kenny. People love my voice. Yeah. I, they love she your said, laugh. She said it to me. It was so sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's both high and low, and yeah. sometimes it's so pure, and sometimes you have vocal fry. <laughs> you have kind of everything in one yeah. voice. Thank you. Thank you. you. I, I do think what, that there's, a there's a little bit of... You guys are talking about <laughs> making, making cuts to an 88-minute movie. I just want to put that out there, okay? <laughs> You know what? I need more title cards at the end. The funniest joke of the whole movie was when it was like, and Norm MacDonald only had to film one day. That, that was, was the best joke. part of the movie. That's a good joke. Yeah, so it's, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you guys. I think there's a better movie in here. And yeah. with, with, with the slightest bit of navigation, this movie could have been like legitimately probably good. But mm. I think, I do think that it would have required them to pull back on the Happy Madison stuff. Like that's what ultimately is sort of its undoing. But Happy but Madison stuff, it does have a lot of heart fill. Yeah, no, I know. Totally. I, I guess what I'm saying is, it's it feels like a movie that is kind of neither here nor there. It needed to be a sort of sensitive, soft movie with a couple, you know, fart and dick jokes, fine. Or it needs to be 
a full-on, gross-out, insane, which is kind of the movie that they pitched it as, or at least sort of marketed it as, where it's that just That would have like, been a horrible movie. I don't disagree yeah. with you. But, like, they didn't pick a lane with this. The neither, I see the, what you're saying. The neither here nor there is, is, is why I give it credit. Because right. I, just simply because I just do think that, like, I, th- I think they went as far in the sensitive direction as they were allowed to go. I don't disagree Again, with you. Not a great movie. Like, ultimately, yeah. like, a movie that just, like, truly is, like, a kind of a blight on society in its own way. Like it, it, it but I, I guess what what I'm basically saying is like, do I think there is a good movie in there? <sighs> like, it's hard to say because ultimately like it's, it's stupid. Like ultimately it's a stupid movie about like that, that, that the base is sex and like objectifies women. And it, like, it really is, it really is very hard to make a quote unquote good movie, but like it could have been, a movie that really held together very well as a character study. I agree. And it held together <sighs> not as bad as I thought it was. Well, as a character study of who? One the man. main character. Yeah, one man, yeah. But I don't think that's fair to all the other characters. All the women are so oh one-dimensional. His, his girlfriend, the girl Kate, is... I wanted to slap her. Yeah. Oh, it's not her fault. Be like, wake up, Victim girl. shaming. Oof. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> it's not her fault. I thought. I, did either of you? I see thought the actress was weirdly good. European? No, she's a great. Yeah, actress. I did. I like that. I a, thought she was great. But I wanted to yeah. slap the character. Yeah. And be like, oh. I was a little unclear as to yeah. what her job was, like what that clinic was for. Hair removal. Hair, hair, hair removal. No hair, hair, hair replacement. Re, yeah, it's, hair, hair transplants. transplants. Yes, but then why were they okay? But I why just, what? Why was he like hacking at a guy's head with a mallet or something? Because it's point? a Happy Madison production, and also they wanted to <laughs> right show off all the foley. <laughs> the foley in this movie is incredible. The sound, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that that hammer, that like, that, that ding, is the ding. one text you sent me about this movie. The foley, foley is, is great. <laughs> well, it is all the chewing, the like. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah, great foley, guys. It really. <laughs> Did anybody see European Gigolo? I truly hated this movie and would never watch another. I think I did, but I don't remember it. I must have like blocked it out. Did you watch it? No, God oh. no. Uh, <laughs> but I will. I'm, I'm now going to read the synopsis of that one though, oh, which was the do. original synopsis that I mistakenly put. Yeah, read that because I'm curious. I assumed that movie became the movie I didn't want this movie. Well, what's interesting about be. about the sequel too is that this is through uh, Touchstone, okay? Yeah, which is Disney. Yeah. And then, that was through Disney? Yeah, I saw that at the end too. And then Adam Sandler signs a deal at Sony, I assume between these two movies, and then Deuce Bigelow, the sequel, is uh. through Sony and TriStar. Unlikely Gigolo, Deuce Bigelow, resumes his sex-related antics when his friend and former pimp TJ Hicks invites him to Amsterdam. After TJ becomes the prime suspect in a string of murders of male prostitutes, Deuce springs into action to aid his incarcerated buddy. As he finds, as he tries to figure out the identity of the real killer, he gets into encounters with several quirky ladies and also faces an uptight Dutch police inspector. I want to say something. All right, sounds like the exact same movie. It sounds the same movie. Um, it's in Amsterdam. Two things that they did well with Deuce. One. <laughs> Deuce. He, the Deuce. Deuce. The Deuce. Hey, well, here's, here's what he did well about Deuce. Uh, one thing he did. Um, loves fish. To the point he won't eat sushi. He freaks <laughs> that out. Was great. That was great. That, that like his save the cat moment. moment. Save the cat moment is saving the fish from the toilet, yes. catching it. Yes. Yeah. And then when they when he won't eat sushi, that's like his best character moment. Yeah. yeah. And two, like he really is a good friend to TJ. He doesn't turn him in when the easiest. Yeah. Thing he doesn't. Him. He doesn't flip. And TJ sitting back there in whiteface. 
Yeah. Oh, you guys. Okay, I okay, okay. So, so sometimes when I watch wild. movies, I'll pause it right away so I can take <laughs> screenshots. Oh. And so I saw it right away, and I'm like, "This is the weirdest looking Asian guy ever." And then, <laughs> oh, you didn't know it was him. I, I didn't know it was him at first. I had totally forgotten. Oh and then I'm like, God. "This is crazy. I can't wait to show like, like, because I love to amazing. pull out random extras in movies." Sure. And then I resumed it, and I'm like, "Oh my God, it's <laughs> yeah. TJ." That's amazing. He does kind of look Filipino. Quarter yeah. Filipino. <laughs> Quarter. Uh, so let's talk about the plot. Okay. Should we talk we about have the- to? We don't have to. I mean, let's just skim over some yeah. of it a little bit. Uh, well, I, you know, you know, a nice way to do this might be going through lo- Lover by Lover. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good one. I also yeah. want to bring up one point. We Malawi bloat an- is a real thing. I looked it up too. It's a real thing. Malawi blow. The, the also, uh, there's another thing that's real. But whatever. Yes, an eight an 18th century wet rug. <laughs> <laughs> so the the basic the, the the basic structure up to the up to him becoming a, a male gigolo is yeah he's fixing this guy's this this male gigolo's tank and just seems Antone, like Antoine, yes. Antoine 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 Antoine, uh, Antoine yeah very handsome very hairy yeah very, very strong he has yeah. this like. Obsession with, with weapons, medieval, medieval weapons. Medieval weapons. So it's like, you know, Chekhov's medieval weapons. Yeah. And, um, Which leads to a ill-advised Matrix thing at the like end. Like three months after the Matrix came out. But that actually, more they must have months. spent more money on that little scene than they did on... Matrix came out in March. This came in December. It's <laughs> a weird, like the weirdest thing about this movie. It was like, uh, there, there's just so many things that could have gone so wrong. <laughs> And they just went a little wrong. Like the fight with the female <laughs> like prostitute. What? I'll tell you, the fight with the female prostitute. The only two times he actually hits her yeah. is when he punches her in the butt. It's he, true. I believe he, they call it an ass punch. An ass punch. The hooker you ass punched is a line from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and he snaps her bra. Yeah. So it's all slapstick on his part. Yeah. Like the fight could have been, like I've seen movies like serious movies, <clears throat> yeah. That like fucking superhero movies that have male on female, female on male, like really, really nasty violence. Yeah. And it would have been really ill-advised in this movie to have him hit her in any real way. So my biggest problem with that whole scene is that the stunt double they used was a man. You could tell it was very clearly yeah. a man, and I wish that it had been a woman. Because yeah. it's just so. It's the difference. That's a nineteen ninety nine problem true. for sure. Like they just, they just, they just weren't up on some shit. It's like this movie's not up in a lot of shit. That's right. That's that's kind <laughs> yeah. of the, the okay. headline for this movie. Uh, so so he's hired okay. by Antoine yeah. to yeah. Uh, take care of his expensive sick fish and stay in his apartment. Uh, although he threatens him as well before he leaves, basically saying, you know, yeah. don't fuck anything up. Uh, it's a pretty sweet deal for this, though. It's a pretty sweet deal. He gets to live in this pretty swanky apartment. Um, there's a there's a girl By guy feet that's that's also not great. With I guess it's his son, his daughter, <clears throat> Rob Schneider's daughter comes to the door. That's the girl guy cookie beat. His the what? daughter? His, his actual daughter. daughter. Oh, oh, real life daughter. Real life daughter shows up to sell girl guy cookies that when he accidentally. I think wait, so. That's wait, what I read online. Do you know whose real life daughter is? What? I just read that she was born in like 87 or 89. So he's like. Maybe a different daughter. Oh, wait, I don't wait, know. Continue. Oh, wait, wait. He, he, he's a real life daughter who's famous. And you will, really? be, very, you will be very surprised when I tell you who she is. Um, okay. I uh, I didn't really love the, like, he accidentally turns porno on and he can't, like, turn it off. And horrible, then the do- horrible And then joke. the girl yeah. guy cookie thinks he's a monster. It's a lame joke. Do you guys know who L. King is? L. No. King. X's and O's? No. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, you know this song, X's and O's. No. 
You gonna sing it for me? X's and O's. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know that song. She's the singer of that. That's Rob Schneider's daughter. Wow. Oh, wow. So I'm like, pop star. Good he also her. married like a, like a supermodel. She's so beautiful. And now they have a show streaming on Netflix. Is that? Real Rob, Rob, Real Rob or something? Real Rob. Yeah, and they self-produced it and then Netflix picked it up. Oh, is that the Netflix? Is, wait, oh, wait, is that the the Netflix sitcom? Take- That's a crazy story. He paid for ten episodes of a multicam show on his own. Shot did everything on his own. Yep. And Netflix now airs it. It's That's actually, what he was. It's a dream me. in its own way. Yeah. That's what he was telling me in in Toronto. He's Shoots like, it in Florida, right? I don't know, but he was like, "Hey, hey, hey, it's tough out there to be a minority woman in the business." And I'm like, "Why are you telling me this?" Quarter Filipino. <laughs> He really so this is this is what you were talking about before. It makes you feel uncomfortable when oh, you play yeah, certain ethnic me, yeah. people. It's very clear he really, really identifies with his Filipino part. He really does. Like it's he, he he was giving me a big pitch on like being a person of color. I feel like I'm gonna have to not comment on this. Okay. So right, Deuce right. gets Moving stuck on. in some exercise boots no, that are that hanging. That sounded from- really bad. I don't have I don't have a bad point of view on. No, this. I know you I, don't. So I feel like you should just indulge this. No, I don't have a bad point of view. I have like my point of view is is yeah. It, it sounded it, it sounded a lot like I'm like well I got some racist yeah, thoughts. I did, no, so I'm like I got yeah, some racist so- thoughts that I shouldn't say. My my <laughs> I, I don't. It's not a racist thing. It does feel like it's not my place to comment, but I will because why not. Um, and Michaela and I have had plenty of conversations of this, so she knows where I'm coming up from. And you're a woke bro. I'm a woke bro. Thank you. Very Welcome. nice to say. He presents his wife. So he does not have the same. Yeah. I, I understand that he identifies that way, but, but he doesn't have, like he plays white Jews all the time yeah. and has probably had no problem in any casting office. Um, when it comes to, can you pull this off? So because of that, it does feel like every time he plays an Arab or someone Latino, yeah. he is stealing roles from yeah. people who are Arab or Latino. And I understand that he is a quarter Filipino and like that is not to, that that's not to be negated, but it's not it it does kind of feel like you don't get you don't get free run to like you just say I can essentially take these parts. You know, I always go back to what Scott said on the I don't know if he said it on the podcast or in our conversation, but what Scott said on the boy Boys don't cry. Yes, 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 yes. Which is basically like, it doesn't quite work the same with transgender. But his point about transgender actors is uh-huh. until we get to the place where transgender men can play men and transgender women can play cis. I mean, excuse me. Yes, transgender men can play yeah. play cisgender men and transgender women can play cisgender women. Until we get to that point, yeah, transgender people should be playing transgender people. So we should not have cisgender people playing trans people, like period. And he's totally right about that. That yeah, like it, it gets to it, it can get to a weird place. If, if you're, I mean, it's it's like as I'm sure, you know, I don't know if you know people that have done this. I don't, I don't even know if I know people who've done this. But you know, staff writers that are trying to get in the door and they'll they'll try to get the diversity slot with like you know ten percent of something like that. No. Like it can it can get it can get tricky. Well, it, it, it happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and like, but then there are plenty of people who are minorities who choose not to check that box. That's true too. And and by the way, like, I the, mean, both it, of these a, things are reasonable. These things are like really sticky wickets. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. get it. Yeah. And, and I don't think that I, I. Just to be clear, I don't. And I think you're saying this too. Like, I don't think that Rob Schneider is when he does play, yeah, diverse roles he, that he is. 
I don't necessarily think that I have. A, I don't. I don't take umbrage with that. It's more about the fact that it feels like he's trying to kind of big, play all of Big these Daddy. Things. He plays. He plays an Arab guy. Oh, and, he does. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I've and, never seen Big Daddy. Oh. Well, it's a lovely movie. Um, he has it. a lot of heart. It actually really is. Talking to Paul Thomas Anderson. It truly is. Right. A, it truly. I, I truly do really like that movie. But he plays an Arab guy in that movie, and that's like that's. That's you know that's a relic of another time when when that kind of shit happened, but it's really no different than Mickey Rooney playing an Asian guy in Breakfast Oof, Tiffany. It's the same idea. And it is the same idea, but the, but I think we can safely say it's that not the same idea. Mickey Rooney, there's no non-white part of him. The, like okay, that, that is his that maternal almost grandmother. Destroys that movie, right? His maternal. So Rob Schneider's movie. maternal grandmother is Filipina. Yeah. Okay. So, like, who's to say that she didn't... I mean, she must have had a really big part in his life. No, definitely. And I feel like... So, he really identifies with that. And I think... You're right. It it does get a little tricky depending on how you present. But, like, for example, I'm adopted. I was born in Korea. I look Asian. But, like, then is that, that like, flawed that then I... uh, when people are casting for like Asian roles and they're only considering Asian people and I have to put on an accent, like I'm kind of stealing roles then I don't, from real Asian. Uh, it's like, okay, we it, won't even go there. Well, I, I mean, it is, it's like your life and your career, like definitely can't comment on that. Right. But, it, but present, but, but presentate, I, I think a lot of this really has to do with like, is he discriminated against? I'm sure he is in some respects. So it's hard to say, like, it's hard to say, but he's definitely not Arab and he's definitely not Latino, <laughs> you know? But there's probably like a, a part of him that is Latino because he's well, Filipino. He's, he is married to a Latino woman, but that's not the same. Or yeah, he, it's not the same. You can't uh, marry for those jokes. You can't marry for those jokes. No. I, I would I would venture to say that, and I don't know this for a fact, but I don't think you're going to see Rob Schneider doing that again. I don't think that he, I don't think I you're going to see Rob Schneider play an Arab. I don't think you're going to see a lot of, I, think, I don't really think, I think a lot that of that theory. stuff is going to go yeah. away. Yeah. I think that him playing an Arab is more indicative of 1999 than it is indicative of Rob Schneider. So I, I, am I'm, I'm going to just, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and just say okay. like that we've all moved hopefully past a lot of those types of stereotypes. But again, I don't know. And I'll make but, another point in his yeah. defense. He was obviously asked to do this by his far more powerful Far more wealthy, far more connected friend who gets a real <laughs> kick out of his ability yeah. to make a lot of funny jokes yeah. in a lot of different yeah. circles. People, love, circles. Of, people yeah. love to kick Rob Schneider around. They do. And they get a real they, they get a thrill out of who it. Who likes to kick Rob Schneider around the most? I think Rob Schneider. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, he's so easy to go there. He commits so much. He does, you, I mean, I will say. What, okay, so I guess we should have. What is our what favorite Rob Schneider performance? Uh, this ever? I can't think of anything I like more. Yeah, ever. I'm, okay. So this is. I'm sorry to say this, but I loved his performance in Big Daddy. Also, also, I didn't know he was supposed to be Arab. I thought he was like sort of like a Balky in that. Like you don't <laughs> know where he's from. That's you know where he's from. Meepos. Meepos. But is Meepos a real place? No. no. Exactly. <laughs> so like, <laughs> my point exactly. It's it's where it's near Melmac. No, it's not near Melmac. <laughs> Melmac is in another. <laughs> I just feel like. But you're speaking my language. <laughs> All right. So let's just, we're going to briefly go through his yeah. 87 credits that, wait, wait, wait. that he has. Hold on. I feel like I Actually, Grown Ups too. Sorry. Not bad. Oh, this is going to be my question. All right. You've seen Grown Ups. And grown ups too. You see grown ups too. <laughs> Rob Schneider. I'm just looking at two. Prominent on the poster for grown ups one. It's yeah. Sandler, Kevin James, yeah. Chris Rock, David Spade, 
Rob Schneider. Those are your grownups. Mm-hmm. Grownups too, nowhere to be found. He's in grownups too. Are you sure? Wait, grownups too is the camp. I don't. I I never saw either one. I just know he's not on the poster for grownups too. He's he, he's, he's in, in your in favorite fifty first aids. Also playing a weird ethnicity thing. No, he's Hawaii. Isn't he Hawaiian? In yeah, that? he's playing Hawaiian, which is another like. Uh, that's another like. <laughs> I don't think you should go there. But, but honestly, that's 2004 too. Like it's getting his okay. ethnic makeup. You guys being a quarter Filipino and then the rest like whatever. That's pretty much Hawaiian. Oh my god! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> These two white guys are like, I know, stop, Michaela. I'm, 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 I'm sweating bullets. No, there's, um, well, can, hold I on. am, but because so, there's no ventilation in this goddamn yeah, it's room. Yeah, AC is on Sundays. <laughs> um, there's an interesting side point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15 years ago, there was a conversation about The Rock playing King Kamehameha. Okay. Um, the King of Hawaii. Yeah. And it's the Hawaiian he King. Just, he's Samoan? There was, he's Samoan. And they were half Samoan, half, yeah. uh, he's African Canadian. Um, and there were, Big questions or big issues with him playing Hawaiian. Like a Samoan playing Hawaiian yeah. is it's not the same. And yeah. in fact, like that's not really what the way Hawaiians want to be represented. They just announced that he's actually doing that in 2018. Yeah, it's the, the opposite of with Zemeckis. Zemeckis. It's the opposite of what's been happening. Wow. Yeah, I don't really so know. So that kind of does surprise me. We'll see. Uh the animal. You guys ever see that one? No. It's the animal. He turns into an animal. He, turns, he gets bitten by something and he starts an turning into a bunch of animals. Animal. I think. Oh. He's, he's beast boy. After receiving organ transplants from various animal donors, a man finds himself taking on the traits of those animals. Uh, the Could hot we, chick, remember the hot chick? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sounds problematic. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's not great in today. But uh, yeah, I gotta say, what's your number one? The thing about the hot chick, for what it's worth, uh-huh. is it's got a really stellar cast. You've got like Rachel McAdams and Anna Faris, and like there's some great female comedians in that movie that really. Kill it. Does he like? But the movie does he sucks. like embody some girl's body? Yeah. Who's the an girl? attractive and popular teenager who is mean spirited towards others finds herself in the body of an older man and oh. must find her way to get back to her original body. It's it's a body swap. Thing. Oh, it's like Jack Black and uh, Jumanji. Who kills it? Yeah, yeah. I never saw Jumanji too, but I, I yeah, I, I catch it. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, basically, he kind of had a moment. It was post Deuce Bigelow where people were like, maybe Rob Schneider can be the lead of a movie. Like, mm-hmm. can Rob Schneider open? You know, relatively low budget, high concept comedies, and then it just kind of got away from him. I don't know. People just I, maybe I, I don't know. People just didn't want to do it anymore. I guess maybe just Hollywood just kind of now he's just doing you know what you would expect him to be doing, showing up in Adam Sandler movies from time to time. He's like the thing is, I think he just needs one really nuanced, dramatic role, and that could change everything for him. I mean, he's, not bad, he's, no, not bad he's not a bad. He's not a bad actor. That's the thing. That's the that's the. The big takeaway for me outside of the outside of the confines of, of the credits of this movie is like he actually brings it in a way I did not think he was capable of bringing it. Yeah, I was it's there were so def- there were moments where I was like, Jesus. Yeah. He's like showing up. Yeah. I think he I mean, and again, I don't I don't I don't know, but this was the first time his name was above the title. You know what I mean? Or or this was the first time mm. he was the lead of the movie. And he showed up because he was like, This is my fucking chance. And, and it made ninety two million dollars. It made almost one hundred million dollars. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it Sam opened and Kevin a couple James things. And, and Paul Blart, like Paul Blart, is a stupid sounding movie. It's a stupid movie. Yeah. And Kevin James had not started a movie before that. He just done a bunch of shit with Adam Sandler. He did you know uh, 
and now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, where it was kind of two hands there, but he's number two. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a very bad movie. Yeah. And, um, they put him in Mall Bl- Paul Blart Mall Cop, which is kind of a joke on him, just like Deuce Bigelow kind of seems like it's a joke on yeah. Rob mm-hmm. Schneider. And that movie makes $100 million. I know? think that I just looking. I looked him up on Box Office Mojo just to kind of see and it, Schneider? Schneider. Schneider, and oh. it, it does seem as though you know Deuce Bigelow, as we as we know, made almost a hundred million. You know the the animal tops off. I mean, it gets eighty four million worldwide on a forty seven million dollar budget. That was a much more expensive movie. Uh, and then the hot chick doesn't do that great. Fifty four million worldwide. When was that? That's 2002. Like I think that that's kind that's of kind of his last lead performance. That's kind of when people are like, maybe this is not. Although he does uh, European Gigolo, um, he does that. It makes 45 worldwide on a 22 million dollar budget. Like it's it's basically over at that point. Like I, I think that they realize like the only way that this works is if we spend basically no money on these movies. Right. And well, that is yeah. something that he does have to contend with in real life to me. Um, He's obviously not your typical leading man. When yeah. you're not a typical leading man, um, you have to murder it every time out. Yes, and he did well. Those are those are monies. Those are, those are movies that turn profits. Yeah, they I all turn to profit. It reminds me a little bit of Melissa McCarthy, who is not your prototypical leading woman, uh, mm-hmm. and she has to kill it every time out. And when she doesn't kill it, like Happy Land Murders, Happy Time Murders, I don't know if there's going to be like another big Melissa McCarthy movie. I she's, think she's going to get some accolades for this movie that's coming out in the fall. Well, if, if maybe dramatically, yeah. and maybe she she'll have a have a shift. Yeah. But I don't know if we're going to see another identity thief because I do think that like yeah, I think studios are gun shy about putting atypical leads in movies, and that's especially oh, yeah, especially yeah. ones who've, who've yeah. proven their worth. So here's here's a question to you guys, just to yeah, what is Adam Sandler's most successful movie ever? Number one box office success for Adam Sandler. <sighs> Great question. Blended. No. <laughs> that is a no. Blended is 25 on the list. 25? Yeah. Sorry. He didn't, he didn't mean creative. I was, I was trying to will that. I didn't mean creatively. Uh, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't I'm say not going to say it. It's surprised the wedding, me a little bit. It's the wedding singer. It's not the wedding it's singer. It's 51st Dates. Wedding singer is 13th. 51st Dates is 9th. Oh, 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 oh. Just go with it. No. Oh. <laughs> what is, oh, it's, it it's Big Daddy. That's number two. Oh, uh, no. What's the one with um, Jack Nicholson? It's the water boy. It's the water boy. Shit. Took me too long. Water, the water boy? boy? The water boy is, that's when it. <laughs> she said it's But I think that's, you got to remember. It wasn't Trump. It was this moment that made you lose faith in America. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part, part of because oh. that's when he's cresting. That's when like. He's at the peak of his powers with the Water Boy. Also, so what came right before Water Boy? That's a very good question. Hold on one second. Because that's what set him up. I, I think it was Big Daddy. No, Big, Big Daddy, Daddy was, was right after. Yeah. Um, hold on. Sorry. Uh, this is taking away from our Big Daddy episode when we were right. going to talk about it him. Went, but hold on. It, it went Billy Madison, Happy. I mean, sorry, Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Um, what was his Happy third? Gilmore Bulletproof? Oh, remember that one? Yeah, th- that wasn't really him. Uh, no. Then yeah. he does The Wedding Singer in '98. He does Water Boy in '98. Oh, so he's got both Boy. those films in '98. Okay. Big year. Yeah. Then he's got Big Daddy. Uh, Little Nicky. Then he does Little Nicky in 2000, which was obviously a, a mistake. Yeah. Then he has Punch Drunk Love in yeah. 2002. That's the movie I was. Thinking. But Mr. Deeds is the same year. Oh. So he tries to like yeah you know, see if them, he can one one, for us. right. Yeah. Then he kind of goes away th- until uh, anger management in two thousand and three. Okay. 
Then Fifty First Dates, two thousand and four, along with Spanglish in two thousand and four. Fifty First Dates is such a good. One. Then he does Longest Yard in two thousand and five, which I think everyone thought was going to be a gargantuan hit, and ultimately was not yeah, like unsuccessful. Well. Yeah, it well. But it wasn't like oh, it's actually his third most successful film. Then Click, Rain Over Me. You seen Click? Yeah. Click's crazy. Christopher Walken's amazing Pretty, in that movie. Kind of a lovely movie. Kind of a good movie. Then yeah. Bedtime Stories, Funny People. Oh, I liked him in Funny People. I like Funny People until the last 40 minutes and when it turns into a different movie for totally. no yeah, reason. Yeah. Totally. Which like, is too bad because Eric Bana actually is funny. But. He is, but it's like the movie has such a clear, natural conclusion. He is okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. Let's go 40 minutes up north with no. Leslie Mann for no reason. She's so good at crying and laughing at the same time. And it's not as though the, that I don't like the 40 minutes up north. It's just a different movie. Yeah. But anyway. It's not far enough up north. That's the problem. What do you, you mean? want to, You mean Canada? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's right. The great, was in Canada. The Great White North. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, Deuce Bigelow. Let's just let's just burn through this real quick okay. here. Story wise, basically, uh, he fucks up the guy's aquarium. He has to make enough money in order to fix the aquarium. These are some low stakes, by the way. Like this movie is like. But they're and by not that, low just, stakes. To he's going to be killed. Well, I mean, low stakes. In low stakes he's is the wrong word. Like, it's it's an absurd idea that like the aquarium is what sets this whole thing in motion. That's all I'm saying. He doesn't eat sushi. Nothing is more important. Than- you're right. You're right. I, when you're That's right, you're right. <laughs> he puts everything before fish. Like he was drinking I shitty know. water That's and my like favorite part. Yeah, that was like, so gross. And giving them fucking yeah, Fiji. Like, yeah. yeah. He's like his apartment made me want to like jump in front of a car. Yeah. But he's drinking the rust water. So, it's like, and it oh. probably was rent controlled. <laughs> That's why he was there. Because <laughs> he is he has a pretty pricey client. Here's a thing that really bothered me when he when he found the condom on. Um, yeah, that was disgusting. On Deuce Bigelow, or not? With, that is just like with semen. Yeah, here's my problem: oh. is. God. Why did he have to boil the sheets? Why didn't he either throw them out yeah. or just wash them? Yeah. He was. Like, no one boils sheets. <laughs> like, I get the visuals of that, that but just, you guys. That sounds like something that someone's grandma used yeah. to do. Like, and then it's like, yeah. and, and no one, maybe Adam Sandler's grandma used to boil sheets. Yeah. And no one will, like, tell him no. It's that, uh, it's the Martin Scorsese departed part problem. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Can I also say something else about this movie that I think is interesting? This movie felt, and I know that Rob Schneider was obviously on SNL. But the SNL movies. Yeah. I don't really love. Mm-mm. There's really only, like. Not one good. good one. Wayne's World? <laughs> yeah, which is still a perfect movie in my opinion. It's a brilliant movie. Bill, we can agree to agree. Yes. <laughs> Wayne's World is the shit. I love that movie so much. I love that movie. The second one sucks. Do you know that my social media second handle is okay. Whammy Ba? <laughs> because At of the way that, that Tia Carrera says, says Whammy Ba. Whammy Ba. Okay, continue. <laughs> Wayne's World's great. Can't name another SNL movie that's great. It's great. And we'll talk about this when we have our superstar, superstar episode, yeah. which we have a guest for, by the which way, Kenny. People do a real guest well, from not, superstar? No, 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 no. I have someone. Oh. One of the, her people, name is Molly. She's one of the writers some on. Uh, do sure. like that movie? I'm sure Molly she, is one Molly of them. Yeah, some people really do like that. movie. That was a great sketch. That should just have been a sketch. A sketch. Yeah. I can't. I mean, can you can you name another SNL film that that came off of there that's actually good? No. Well, even you, um, some people say Blues Brothers is an SNL film, but. Is it though? I don't really think so. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not in your classic sense. It, but do you understand why this feels like an SNL movie to me? Like it feels like it's low budget. Yeah, it feels like a sketch. It's a bad sketch extended to movie length. Right. And if this were starring Chris Kattan, I'd be like, okay, same movie. 
Worst movie. Movie. But but I think is it the worst movie? They're this they're in the so. same camp. Chris I, Kattan and Rob Schneider are like the same. They seem yeah, like they're, they're the same they're the size. Same guy. Yeah. I think Chris Kattan is a better, more talented actor, a comedic actor. I yes. don't think he does relatable human nearly as well. Oh, I'm, I so. have no doubt that the human moments in this would not have worked with Chris Kattan. <laughs> and I think, the, and I think the, and I think the quote unquote sexy moments would have been very weird. But this does get us to. The new segment we wanted to do, which is what? cast it for 2018. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yes. yes. Well, Mikhail, you're the first person who gets to play. Okay. You're the first one who gets to play this. Let's cast for okay, 2018. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Who is, is your gigolo? I, wow. I think that this movie, because at its core, it is like such, it could be a really gritty, depressing movie. <laughs> and I think that they should remake it and make it dramatic. That would be because this cool. would be an amazing dramatic oh, wow. movie. So you're saying you're saying American yeah. Chicago? <laughs> no, this is a little different. different. Okay. Like really sad. Really sad. Like not handsome American Chicago. But this is really sad. So who's sad. the lead in that movie? So I think that this for all the reasons you guys describe that this movie actually has heart, I think that we need to cast someone in 2018 who needs a chance. You know who weirdly just came to mind who? and it's maybe I think it's because of all the sex he has in the Americans, but Matthew Reese. Oh God, oh. you just broke my heart. <laughs> I mean, he'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, they- <laughs> he'd be amazing. But I think we need someone who it means more to them. You like a, they're really going to go guy. younger and like. Mm. <sighs> you know who else I like? Who? who? I like Jeremy Strong from Succession. Oh yeah, yeah. He'd be, am- he'd be wow. great. No one has sadder eyes than that motherfucker. I'm. <sighs> he gets so sad at the end of the season. I need to think about this, but g- okay, we we'll keep going. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I want to think about this. So the comedic version of it, though, like this yeah. movie, but in 2018, oh. I would want to see it. I love Michaela's version because any I version, too, any but, person I was yeah. involved in doesn't have that last beat. Yeah, that we hate. Um, but the comedic version, who could actually fucking bring this home? You know who it could be? Who? I mean, and this might, maybe this is the wrong name for other reasons, but Aziz Ansari. <laughs> Talk about a guy who needs a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis C.K. It'll be great. Um, Again, he'll just I jerk off I, in front of everyone. Uh, It'll be listen, so great. I, pre- I preface it by saying he might be wrong, but there is a part of me that feels like that sort of comedic prototype is yeah. why. If you were able to erase. It's my, I know. His I'm shit, not saying I'm, it's a very good pitch. And I want to be very clear. I'm not giving Aziz Ansari another chance. No, and thinking I, that he should be. I under, I, I'm just Phil. I'm, Phil, I'm not. Gonna, I'm, I'm not going to be asshole who reads that in a way you didn't okay, intend. I understand you, where you're coming I from. Appreciate that. Okay, but I, we're trying I, to actually make this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're trying to get a green light. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. What about the is is the 2018 version of this? Like, is there a a like is there a gay version of this? Yes. Is there a Billy Eichner version of this? I actually was hoping that in... He's so handsome now. Actually, you know who could be great? I take it back. Is so handsome. Am I wrong? Um, What about Rob Delaney? Yeah. Because he's... He would would make it dark. It'd be dark, but it'd be funny. And he's like so weirdly large. Straight or gay version? The straight version. Like or the, the gay version. Or the, gay version the, like the dramatic or comedic version. Could be either. This dramatic. is the thing. Like, Yeah, the dramatic version. He's kind of amazing. Like, he's I, great on Catastrophe. He's so good. Honestly, honestly like, I'd watch that. This is, I, I can't wait till we go back to the old movies when we do our, yeah. our 52-week recap yeah. and do this with some of the old movies because this is one of the most fun idea-generating things. Yeah. Like, like you know the, where that came from? Your favorite episode. 
Yeah, Suzanne Fogel, the genius. Um, she really. Yeah, it, it it was my favorite part of that episode. It was a. Gr- it was. I mean, we oh, we we recast no joke, Arlington Road. We recast Arlington Road gender, and made gender swap. Gender swapped it for 2018. Okay, Amy Adams, Nicole Kidman, yeah, definitely those two. Um, uh, Reese Ahmed, right? Yeah, as, oh. as as the uh, Hope Davis character. Yeah. Which is perfect. and then uh, who is the Joan Cusack version? I can't remember. It was like the an Ed Helms. Version. Yes, Ed Helms. I was, yeah. that, that movie is like I would watch the shit out yeah. of that movie. That movie would never be made for a myriad of reasons. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just figured out my casting choices. Yeah, okay, me. bring it. Yeah, Oscar Isaac's, and if he turns it down, then I think Vince Vaughn could really take a dramatic turn in this. A little old. Interesting. Exactly. Old, He's a down-on-his-luck, old, old burned-out gigolo. That is actually Vince Vaughn. Yo, that's one of my favorite archetypes I never see. I wrote it Whoa. once. I love the idea of the what does the sex worker do when they are no longer wanted for sex work? Yeah, like, does he, like, just call into the temp agency? Like, what happens? Yeah. Yeah. There's a movie. Yeah. yeah. God, we're killing it. I'm kill- I, okay. So, uh, I mean, what should we— Is there other things to talk about here? I no, I think we— uh, we I mean, let's, I want I want to talk just a little bit about the the moment with Kate when she tells him about her leg. Yeah, do it because I do feel like it's it's kind of when the movie shows its heart in the biggest way, in a weird way. I agree. With I, you. I agree with you. I, I know what you're getting at. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. I think we'll I know what you're getting at. Always have windows. But do you know what I, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, why, it's, why don't you why don't you make your argument? And yeah. then Michaela can. Hit I just you with the I, I think that it's kind of the moment when, for Deuce anyway, there's nothing she can say that's going to make him fall out of love with her. Like he's yeah. just he's fucking all in with this girl. Yeah. And that's and I I, I hate to say it, but it's kind of romantic. It's kind would, of a moment when you're like, oh, this guy is just so head over heels in love with this girl that it doesn't matter. But well, that's problematic because there should be nothing wrong in the first place with someone. I agree. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Having a prosthetic life. I don't think, but but I'll also say that I don't think they're saying that there's anything wrong with it. I think that they're building it up for the joke. But like, I think I don't know. That, he I doesn't seem that bothered by it. I think I think this um, is this is the the conundrum of this movie. Yeah. in microcosm. Basically, the movie necessarily is saying there's a problem with it because. She's one of the quote on, she, she's one of the the, the, the coterie of yeah. freaks yeah. who have to In go quotes, to yeah. who yes, mm-hmm. who have to go to Deuce. So the movie is saying that. They also give voice to that through her sorority sisters who are saying that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The movie is also trying to say, as they are with every one of these characters, which is like, look past what you see. Mm-hmm. There's a person in there. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is somewhat forward thinking progressive in 1999. Which is a very old fashioned idea in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is a good moment for Deuce because Deuce, not for a second, like thinks yeah. there's something wrong with that. Um, but I also think you're, you're making your. I, I, I no, no, right. I'm not saying it's a bad moment. It is very, you're right. It's a very sweet moment. It's like a tender moment. But I think the, the real point where we see most of his heart is after. It's revealed that um, when Kate and her, when Kate, when he brings Kate to the restaurant where his dad works yeah. and he shows up in his tuxedo and he greets, he greets them 
And then it's later revealed that actually he works in the bathroom. I think the moment there is when she's like, no, I, I get it. Like, I know he works in the bathroom and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And he then, it was yeah. like, it was more about no, right. him it's learning those things. and accepting yeah. an insecurity, right? On I his agree with that. Part. I agree with that. I mean, and that feels like, I mean, truthfully, that feels like that's the movie in and of itself. In terms of like coming to grips with your insecurities and what shortcomings you think you have, even though you mm-hmm. don't really have them. Like that to me feels like it's what the movie's trying to say. And that in itself is a noble thing to say and a surprising thing for this movie to say. I this, mm-hmm. this I almost feel like I guess that's kind of you know, we're gonna do a movie later today that I don't think has mm. um what movie? It's a movie called She's All That. And just as a spoiler, um. I don't think she's all that has nearly as interesting a theme. It might as it, it that. might it might drop at a different time though, guys. So just you know. yeah, yeah. Who knows when? It <laughs> who knows when it'll drop? Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I think a lot of the time, writers, directors forget why we tell these stories. Yeah, and it's you know it, it's totally it, it fair. should it should ultimately be to present an idea through a parable, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. present an idea in an argument. I think this movie really does try to do it and it doesn't have to mm-hmm. um, because it's just selling garbage and people are going to see $92 million of American money was spent to see like not a message to go see like silly sex bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that is why I don't hate this movie nearly as much as I thought I would. I also think that, you know, Roger Ebert's review starts off very positive. <laughs> I read it as well. It's really interesting. He's yeah. like, sits down and he's like, yeah, this movie kind of made me laugh. And then by the end, I was like, fuck this movie. How but many like, stars did he give it? Two. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, I, and it was it was interesting to read the review just because he sat down with exceedingly low expectations, thinking that the movie was going to be just utter garbage. And then was surprised up top that it actually kind of seemed to maybe have something to say and made him kind of laugh a couple times, but then kind of pissed away his goodwill by the end of it. So it's, Kind of sort of what we're saying too, which is that it would have been so easy to stick the landing of this thing, I think, with the removal of honestly, maybe one scene. Yeah. And you might have actually felt like this guy had actually learned something. Um, but yeah, it 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 does squander what goodwill it has. And yet at the same time, I'm sort of like, you know, impressed that 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 they tried to say anything at all. But um, should we zero to ninety-nine this? But that shouldn't no? be okay. reason to say that it's an okay movie. It's, I'm, not. it's, not. it's not. And yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm, and I think you're, I think we're all kind of saying I'm, the same I'm, thing. I'm giving it, yeah, I'm yeah, giving yeah. it credit for trying. Exactly. When it didn't need to. And failing, but trying. Well, trying, I would say trying, <laughs> I would say trying, I would, no, I really would, I'd say trying and succeeding way more than I would have expected it to. Same. Not enough same. to be a good movie. Yes, right. No. But, uh, I mean, my ranking, my, my ranking will reflect that. So we do something on this show. We okay. do a ranking of zero to ninety-nine. Okay. Zero being the worst, ninety-nine being the, the highest, okay. fifty being the threshold with which you recommend the movie. Okay. We you saw this movie in ninety-nine, so we'd yeah. love to hear what your ranking is in ninety-nine, what your ranking is before this podcast, and what your ranking is after this podcast, as though the podcast might have in any way, shape, or form swayed your thoughts. Okay. So in ninety-nine, what would you rank this movie? Sixty-five. Oh, you liked wow. it. Wow. I I mean, I think it was just like yeah, I laughed. Yeah. It was dumb. Right. But I laughed. But you were a different. But person my then. standards were like garbage. So now, before this podcast, what would you rank it? Before the podcast, after, after the, having after seen the, it, yes, yes. um, a solid twenty-eight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Post podcast. Um. Post podcast. 
I'm going to bump that up to a 42. Nice. Because I feel like this movie's making us um, kind of examine the times that we're living in now and what's a, what's what's passable, what's appropriate, yeah. et cetera. And I think I've learned something. I, before this podcast, that's a that's that was a perfect, awesome. Yeah, that was perfect. That was exciting. That was perfect. Wow, thanks it guys. A, it was like a great reveal. <laughs> <laughs> great third act <laughs> reveal there. <laughs> um, before the podcast, I gave this film a forty-five. Mm-hmm. After this podcast, I'm going to give it a fifty. Whoa, we're doing different things here, Phil. <laughs> I'm going to give it a fifty because I think that its heart is in the right place. And that if someone was like wanting to sit down and watch Deuce Bigelow, I would not dissuade them from watching it. But I also would not recommend them watch it. I'm going to stick with what I'm going to stick with. Okay. But like, I, I, I feel like both of you are make, both of you are basically where I am essentially. But my, so in 99, 90, I swear to God, 99, <laughs> 17, like truly, like true, like a movie that I never wanted to see again, didn't want to think about it. The, the kind of thing I don't want. In culture, but I'm truly. wondering why you went in the first place because I'm picturing you in '99 as like super emo. Um, were I, you emo? I would not say I was emo. Oh. I was. Uh, I, I, I was not this. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> we can talk more off mic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was. I was emo in 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 one sense, in that like I sang and did plays. Um, but in another sense, that's I, not emo, bro. <laughs> you just Broadway emo is. Can Emo is a short, short for emotional. emotional. Um, but I was a little Broadwayish. But uh, I, I kind of made a point of um, not making that my primary social scene. Got it. My primary social scene were jocks. Yeah. Bros. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and you know, and you know, so many yeah. of my friends now, and you know that like we're all kind of reformed jocks who have just kind of become more. Dude, emotional. I get it. I'm the biggest jock. I get it. You are. Um, but you know the remnants of that. Like I'm still in love with WWE and Deuce Bigelow. So 17, I really didn't like this movie. I don't even think the guys I saw it with liked it. Before this podcast, I you know as I said, going to come in, going to defend this movie. I had a 55. Wow. Okay. And this podcast has brought me down. Really. So Kenneth, oh, no. so am I going to be the person that leaves you, you with the highest are. fucking score? You actually are. I, I went from. Is that I, a bad thing? It is because I came in here with the lowest regard for this movie, you and now I'm going to did not. She oh, had a twenty. Oh, okay, fair enough. But I uh, fair enough. I, I went from I went from marginally and 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 like not hating my experience watching it. So <laughs> I went from marginally recommending it to I'm going to say forty five. I don't want my name on this movie. So I, what I mean is I don't want my name on this recommendation. I don't want people to say I should see this movie because Kenny said uh, it was good. I don't, that's not For how the record I, I didn't wow. say that. I just want to be clear. No, you said, you I said, said if someone if wanted to sit to down and it, you I'm not going to dissuade them. you. Yeah. And I'm basically saying like, I'm not telling you to go watch this movie. I am telling you if wow. I am telling you, like if you do watch this movie, you're not going to, it's not going to be this awful experience that it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this isn't a good movie. But like, look, I I I hand it's out I hand out rankings in the twenties and thirties all the time. Yeah, like this isn't a movie that this to its credit, this is not a movie that pissed me off. And the thing that bothers me the most is when a movie like actively pisses me yeah, off, yeah. like like a Forces of Nature, for instance. Or but she's all that. This is, I actually like she's all that. I just yeah. don't think it aspires to greatness. 
Um, Kevin Pollock is pretty great in that. Oh, he's so good. There's so a, there's good. A, it's 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 a really good cast. Lainey Boggs. It's a crazy good cast. That cast yeah. is it's the deepest bench, but we're gonna do that another sorry, time. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I do I like it's a weird thing to say. Like I think this is like a pretty good movie versus the expectations I had for it, a pretty bad movie versus movies in general. Yeah. But, yeah. You did a real about face, Ken. You really did. Because when I came in today, movie. I mean I really thought you were going to die on this hill defending Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, we were in the elevator on the way up. I was like, Kenny's just going to stake a claim on me. But I feel like I did. No, I I think you did too. I brought both of you up and we we both kind of landed in the same same place. We all kind of landed in the same place. I agree. Because you guys did Michaela more than Phil, who, like, I feel like you did kind of feel like. Uh Yes. You did bring me, you shamed me a little bit. Like, I felt a little shamed. Like, (laughs) I I felt a little shamed, like, riding riding for this. (laughs) I really did. That, that's how I felt. That's how I. That's how I felt and feel like I'm like I can't ride for this fucking movie. What are you doing? And so I'm not going to ride for this movie. But there's an hour and a half podcast of my opinion on it. And so now you sorry. have a signed headshot that you can frame and put right above your writer's desk. That I will, by the way. Oh my god, it's gonna be great. That I actually will because I do can't have I do have respect Twitter. for what they did with this movie, and I think that's kind of the ultimate takeaway for me. I respect what they turned this turd into. Phil, are you a little jelly? Like a, a tiny little, jelly furtado little, that you don't have one of these? I'm a little, I'm a little <laughs> I'm jelly. Sorry. A fellow Canadian. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. I'm not going to lie. So next week. Next week. We're doing She's All That. The aforementioned She's All That. Ooh. Uh, with uh, David Iserson as our guest. He's a, He just currently uh, co-wrote The Spy Who Dumped Me. Uh, he also wrote on Mad Men and Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot? Yeah. 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 In my head, I was like, is it Dr. Robot? Oh, I was like, Robot Chicken? Professor Robot? Robot? Yeah. Robot Um, Esquire. I gave the robot a degree. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, I should tell this on the She's All That story, but but I have to tell this story. It's my favorite story. So Laura and I, my wife, sit down to watch Mr. Robot. And you guys, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched first the first season. season. All right, so you remember the first scene is him in that, um, the first scene of the whole thing is him in that, like, that restaurant, and he's just, yes, he's yes, like yeah. basically telling a guy that he hacked his life, and he's, yeah. Right, yeah. So, it's, so it's, what's the guy's name? Rami Malik. Rami Malik, like, sitting there. And it's like a four or five minute scene, and we, we watch the whole thing, and the scene ends, it cuts the titles, and, Layla, and Laura goes, so he's a robot? <laughs> <laughs> It's so much better if he's a robot. But like, he kind of is a robot. Spoiler alert! I actually have no idea. What's like? I stopped watching it when 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 Scorpion came out. Remember that CBS show? Yeah, Scorpion. Oh, and there were like billboards all over town, and one of the writers. Sorry. Was in Priyanka no, Chopra. No, that's, that's Damn Monica. it! Sorry. Uh, continue. Uh, so there were billboards for like uh, Scorpion all over town, and okay. one of the writers on Sleepy Hollow, his daughter, turned to him one day, and she's like, "So which one's the Scorpion?" <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a better show. It's a better show if one of them's a giant uh, scorpion. So we're doing she's all that with uh, David Iserson. Um, so he's and a sorry, so, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I imagine he's going to be here any second. Um, I think this is a lesson. More um, production should take a cue from Happy Madison's titles. You just got to name it what the guy is. Yeah, that's right. If he's a robot, he's a robot. If he's a doctor, he's a doctor. Exactly. Make him whatever. Rami Malek, cyber terrorist. So she's all that next week with David Iserson. It's a a movie that a lot of people love. fucking beloved movie. It is a beloved movie. Which I can't wait to... 
talk forensically about. Anal- uh, analyze analyze yeah. that. Yeah, as do I. Uh, because it's hard to believe. I think it's going to be a really fun episode. But. Uh, I'm at PM Iscove on Twitter and Instagram. The show is at Podcast Like 1999. Woo! Kenny's at Nybart. At Whammy Ba. <laughs> W-H-A-M-M-Y-B-A-H. Fantastic. You're going to come Fantastic back. Fantastic right? follow. Yeah, you guys, I another. love you. This is so the fun. Yeah, you. you need to come back. Except on. next time. Can we get some air up in this piece? I'm literally drenched. In, we, I have so much swamp ass right now. It's crazy. Ma, ma, Michaela's, um, ma, Michaela's boyfriend, who may, she may or may not be married to, is, is one of my oldest and dearest friends who has a great voice. Um, great voice. Great voice. What would you do with him? Oh yeah, would you like come? In would bed? you guys? Bo- no, would oh, you come on together? Gee, what would the, you come on here? Family together? podcast. I don't know. You said the f word. So did I. What? Anyway. What? <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, 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 no. At some point in live podcast, yeah. family. Well, anyway. we'll find a movie that the, the two well, of them we'll, Oh, yeah. Give me an idea of like what, what you might do with him for the podcast. Oh, something sports related because John is really good at sports. There might be some sports. We got some sports. sports. Mystery Alaska. We have someone from Mystery Alaska. Yeah, probably Canadian. He actually that's, watched that's Deuce actually. Bigelow with me and yeah. he was We like, got For Love of the Game. Ooh, Ooh. For Love of the Game. Yeah. That Sam Raimi joint. I would talk to him about that. Yeah. It's too bad we didn't do a like a like. A I think we have other ones. He's, we'll figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. He's a basketball guy. Yes. I think do we have? A, I don't know if we have a basketball movie. Uh, anyway, McKay, anyway. we're gonna come back on. It's gonna be great. McKay, Thank you guys, so much for fantastic. coming on. This was amazing. Thank I, you for I, having me. I had me. no doubt that you would do this. Awesome. Please uh, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you for listening. We've never had a guest who knows her way around a microphone the way you do. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Stop. I'm Bye guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.